Well, hello there. I'm back again. I'm sure that you missed me. Hello, hello. <laughs> this is Camille again. Um, hashtag this is 30. Welcome. Welcome back. Um, yeah, so as promised, it is the first already. Cannot believe it. So I'm back to talk about the breakup. Dun, dun, dun. Um, not gonna lie, I felt some hesitation and some easiness, easiness, some uneasiness uh, about coming on and discussing this, but um, I feel like in a way it'll be therapeutic, and again, the goal is to just let someone else know if they listen that um, they're not alone if they've been through anything similar or, um, you know, just experienced the wonderful dating life that can be right now. So, um, yeah. So I wanted to start off with the story first. Um, I know you guys may have heard, uh, episode 33 was talking about speed dating. So that ties into this episode because that's where I met my ex. Um, it was back in January, I believe. And we're in September now. That's bananas. But anyway, um, so yeah, I had never been to a speed dating event before. Definitely was at a place being there. I'm not going to lie. It was not the setting for me. Like, in hindsight, looking back, like, not my, like, forte, not my arena. (laughs) But um, it was a nice experiment to try out. And yeah, so... um, Long story short, basically, I met him there, and just to start off, like, it was interesting going over this, because I recently went over this with my therapist, actually, just in, you know, some vague, basic details, but it was interesting that one of the first things that she kind of surmised from the story was like, oh, so he's a rule breaker, and I was like, oh, I guess so. (laughs) So that ties into the fact that um, you would talk to people for about six minutes and you would kind of basically check a box for lack of a better or say like, yes, I'd be okay talking to this person again. And then the coordinator of the event would like email you the next day, I believe, and you'd get the email addresses of the people and vice versa that liked you back. And so, yeah, and he circumvented that. So at the end of the event, he basically was walking out with uh, me and Onika and asked for my phone number. And I remember thinking like, wow, like what a way to take charge. Like, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. You just couldn't leave that night without making sure he secured like, you know, contact with me or a way to contact me. So um, I think like most situations like it started off fine um and he did end up calling me um whether that was on his own regard or not the coordinator also had recommended that night like oh like call don't just text or do this you know social media stuff or whatever her point was like you know have face to face or have phone calls so i remember being like oh wow like or thinking wow he took her advice or he just does this on his own um, so he did call me like two days later or like a day later, whatever the weekend. And so we, we went out that weekend and we went out on a few dates and, um, you know, I think it's pretty common that you hit it off with somebody and you have these fun dates, these fun times, like 
kind of surface level, easy conversation, joke around, and at least not to toot my own horn, but for the most part, I don't, it's funny, I feel like I find myself to be very awkward and in awkward situations a lot, but I don't like awkward situations. (laughs) So therefore, like, I'm constantly just working on like keeping my environment or like the situations I'm in, like, not awkward. Like, it's like, I consciously or subconsciously, I'm not sure, like work at it. So I say that to say, like, not to toot my own horn or anything at all. But most situations I'm in with people, they're pretty chill or for the most part, like I get along with people or like can have good conversation with them. So looking back again, I'm like, okay, yeah, there was good conversation. And like, most of the time, like, how can you not have fun with people when you're going out to eat somewhere and having good food? If you're a foodie like me, obviously, if you've heard previous episodes, um, yeah. And just kind of doing like, you know, real easygoing type things. I mean, to me, that's pretty basic and hard to not get along with somebody in that situation because it's all light. It's all easy. It's all fun, you know? And so once again, I feel like there's a lot of hindsight coming up, (laughs) like just even talking about it, but yeah, everything was pretty regular. Um, and then kind of a surprise to me that uh, our fourth date, I want to say, was when he broached the conversation of like, hey, like I like you and I want like us to be a thing. And so um, basically like wanting to be exclusive, wanting to be in a quote unquote relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, which is something I personally find like very important. I am one of those people that Interestingly enough, I've, I have had a situation or two that I was like, oh, okay, like, it's whatever, like, we'll just see what happens before we become boyfriend-girlfriend or if that even happens. But at my core, like, I'm really somebody who likes to have that, like, defined and, like, for me to be asked and just so everyone's on the same page. There's no assumption. So I'm not that girl that's like, oh my gosh, no, he was calling me. I swear he was taking me on dates. No, I promise. Like we were a thing just for said guy to be like, I never asked her to be my girlfriend. Like we were never together, you know, but I watch a lot of court shows. So that's probably why that's coming up for me (laughs) where that, that excuse is used a lot. But anyway, so yeah, that, that sparked the relationship. Um, becoming official as they say. So yeah, I feel like that's a pretty generic, basic, uh, way to, um, share how things kind of started and went. And I feel like I want to take a break. And then when I come back, I wanted to share kind of some insights. Obviously this wouldn't be a breakup episode without sharing like what happened. Um, And I feel like it's important to share that in case anyone else could learn from it. So, all right, I'm going to take a drink of water and try to um, take a breath and come on back. So, okay, I'm back. I made it. (laughs) But um, anyway, so I gave you guys just a kind of brief history of, um, I guess the quote unquote good times. And then I just kind of wanted to share again in hindsight, I'll try to say that for the last time, 
now. Uh, what I learned, because um, obviously there was a fall from goodness and uh, we wound up breaking up. Um, it was a short-lived relationship, quote unquote. It's even weird to say relationship because, but I don't think that takes away from the depth of it and like what I learned from it. And it was technically a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. I was asked to be in a relationship and I accepted. So therefore it was a relationship. But uh, one thing, again, that um, I have to credit my therapist with telling her about the situation and her saying like, oh, well, you know, considering you guys met speed dating, it kind of begets a speedy or like quick situation. And I never even really put two and two together because um, obviously it was roughly 90 days. <laughs> and I love 90 Day Fiance. But anyway, neither here nor there. Um, the fact that it was a kind of short-lived situation, short-term relationship, and the fact that we met speed dating, I never made that connection before. Um, I have had a general tendency of rushing and moving things too quickly and I am definitely learning from that and working through why that is. Um, but yeah, I guess as one tip or thing, if, if anyone can take something out of my mistakes, is just looking at a, you know, I'm sure there's some positives that come from speed dating and I'm not trying to knock it at all. Um, it's just my experience. Um, if you're going in there for more of a like short term, like quick, like she, you know, my therapist did ask me too, like what, what did he learn about you? Or what could a man learn about you in six minutes? And what could you learn about him in six minutes? I was like, wow, very good point. <laughs> and obviously someone else could have taken that six minutes and then built upon it and gotten married, you know? So I'm not trying to say that, but it was really insightful to hear her say that. And then I was like, oh, wow, the depth from the beginning was really not there, which it doesn't have to be from moment one or even date one or anything. But after a while, there should be some more depth if you're quote unquote boyfriend, girlfriend, at least in my opinion. And I'm not 16. I'm not even 21 anymore. Like I'm freaking 32 years old. So there needs to be some more weight behind that title now. You know, at least that's how I want it. So. Um, yeah, just be mindful of like those more quick and then it's not even a hookup cause it wasn't, it wasn't a hookup situation. It was like for all intensive purposes, I thought it was like, okay, this is going somewhere. Like we're both on the same page here, but just be aware if something starts quick, obviously for me, it's tended to end quickly. So it's something to be mindful of if I can make a PSA. I feel like that's such a played out record too now. It's like, take your time, take your time. It takes time to get to know people. And I feel like I hear that and I hear that and I've heard that. And then it still felt like, oh, well, you know, it's going so well and everything's clicking so right. And what could go wrong? I mean, I'm making a face, but y'all know, like something is bound to go wrong. So um, anyway, um, the next thing I would say the takeaway would be um, just listening to my gut, listen to your gut more. I hate to be somebody who's like, here's what you should do. Because obviously, if you guys have been listening 
or listening to this now, I am a 0% expert. Like I, it's more of like what not to do. (laughs) So, um, don't disregard your gut. And if you're a person of the Christian faith, like a lot of times that's the Holy Spirit. If you've accepted Jesus and the Holy Spirit into your, you know, heart, mind, body, soul, um, that's him speaking to you. A lot of the time, you know, when people are like, oh, you know, I just had this gut feeling or something was telling me like I'm learning or I've learned more so now that like that nudge is like Jesus being like, yo, girl, like not cool. Don't do this. Don't go that way. Don't do that. You know, whatever. So overall, I look back and I'm like, that's another time, multiple times over that you were feeling like something wasn't right. But you were just like, oh, no, it'll be fine. It'll be okay. It's all right. Like, it'll get better. Or that just happened that one time. Or that just happened three times. I'm sure it'll get better. It's no big deal. Like, just all these assumptions and all this romanticizing and all this assuming that, like, it'll just somehow work itself out. So guilty of that. I don't know about anybody else, but not a good idea. (laughs) If I could put that out there. Um, There were definitely some red flags that I choose, chose that I chose to ignore. And then eventually, at least for me, and like in this time of dating and really learning more about myself um, over this last like year, for sure, it's like those things don't go away. Like they eventually just get piled up in a corner and then it's like, oh, I've got to deal with that mess over there at some point, or it's going to keep resurfacing. Like, the wound is going to keep reoccurring. You put a bandaid on it. It's like, okay, it's fine. Yeah, it's going to heal. And then the, the bandaid gets ripped off. You're bleeding again. Like, oh, this, I'm wounded again. Um, so for example, um, for me, like I'm usually very good at like, oh, okay. Like I don't stress too much about communication, even though, again, that's another thing I feel like you hear about so much, like the key to important, like the key to important, the key to successful relationships is communication. It's like, okay, we like, I know that conceptually and like, but I am truly realizing how important that really, really is. And when it's not there in someone else or between the two of you, you're like, oh, this is really, really what they mean. Like when it's not there, that's really hindering this from, from going well. So I will say that was, um, Again, part of like listening to my gut, like after a while, I just knew like, this doesn't feel right. This isn't how this should be. I don't like how this is making me feel like if I'm, you know, how do I say it? Because it's hard with text messages um, to gauge that. Like I never, especially if somebody's at work, I never want to be that person that's like, oh, like I didn't hear from you for six hours because I've definitely been guilty of not responding to texts for uh, days, uh, week, weeks, whatever. Like we've all, you know, not maybe we all, but me anyway, I've gone through it. So, um, I hate to be a stickler like that, but I think, you know, depending on your situation and what you feel comfortable with, you know, you can kind of look at that some more. But for me, I had never experienced where it was like, I am not hearing from you. No phone call, no text sometimes for like days. And Granted, I, of course, I feel like there's some others or people could be like, well, why don't you just text him? And it's like, sometimes I would, but especially in the early stages, like 
I'm the, I'm the type of person that's like, I want to see what you'll do. And if that's not happening naturally, where I feel like I'm being pursued and engaged, um, that's a problem. So that was something else that I was like, wow, okay, this is definitely not going to work. I'm not somebody that needs a text every second, but a text, like no text, no call, like for that long. Oh, okay. Wonder who that is. <laughs> but anyway, um, for that long, that's just too long to have like healthy communication. It, it just wasn't there. Um, so yeah, but, uh, I can end on a good note and say that the third thing I'll say that I learned and wanted to share was that things can end like peaceably, which I know like that could make me sound very much like I'm, you know, slashing tires and busting out windows. I'm not trying to say it like that, but in my experience, like it's, not ended as like calmly, I should say. So I was really proud of that um, in this circumstance with this last relationship that it eventually just got to be where I was like, okay, I'm not hearing from him. Like you just kind of eventually come to yourself. Like it's like a weird version of the prodigal son. If you know that story, it's like, okay, I can't really deny this anymore. I can't lie to myself anymore. I can't like act like this isn't going on or this isn't bothering me. So eventually it just came to a head where it was like, I mean, there were a few other things. I feel like it was a, a relationship of very little depth. Um, and I just assumed it was going to deepen with time and that, you know, we'd naturally just take our time getting to know each other. But that never really happened. And between that and then the lack of communication and feeling like I wanted more time together, it just all kind of came to a head and it resulted in a phone conversation that I'm happy and proud to say was like a conversation, like a, like calm, like nobody raising their voice, nobody like going off on the other person or anything like that, which I'm like, wow, that was a mature moment of growth, um, for me. And it was just nice to be like, okay, now I know what's going on. Now I know what happened. It, and you know, like it's time for a relationship or a dating situation to end when you're like, oh, I'm more relieved now that this is over. Like it still sucked, you know, and it still gave me something to be like, oh crap. Like you know, dang, like a breakup. Now I've got to like process this and like, and you know, I hate to say it like that, but like another person to kind of be like, okay, what went wrong here again? But, um, that was a huge sign to me of like, okay, wow, I'm more relieved knowing like this isn't going anywhere. And that like, he wasn't in it for a relationship, like the type of relationship that I was expecting and looking for. So I was like, okay, wow. Okay still upsetting and still like sucked, but at least I got my answers. So I hope that was helpful. Um, I didn't want to drag it out for too long. Obviously I could have gone on and on and on, but I don't want to drag, like drag it out in the mud and I'm not trying to be bashing either, but I just wanted to like, if there's any other person, girls, guys, or whomever may listen to this, that, um, you're not alone and maybe you can relate to some of this and, uh, but Hey, learning and growing, and right before quarantine hit, it was like two weeks later, like, by the way, you're going to be needing to be in your house for a while. So 
had a lot of time to reflect and still reflecting on things to just get better in this whole world and life. But anyways, uh, thanks for listening. And, um, the next episode should be coming out on, what are we? Oh, the 15th. (laughs) So I'll talk to you guys then. Bye.